There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Never rushed and prepared to perfection using only 100% fresh meat. Slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. And right now, Eric's Family Barbecue is taking pre-orders for the big game on February 13th. Call or come in now to place your order. $100 minimum and pick up Sunday between 11 and 2. Deadline to order is February 10th. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet mesquite repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. I'm going to tell you something. Uh-oh. I'm not John Holmberg. <laughs> no. I just I wasn't sure if you didn't know or not, but uh, this morning is morning number three with Dick, Bert, and Chunks. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put that on a shirt? <laughs> I think so. That's actually pretty decent. I like that. Dick Burton Chunks, DB, DBC, the oh, DBC better, show. It's better than BBC, so we're good. I can modify it and put it in the, the shirts. That I used to, uh, years ago, I had the morning, Brady's Morning Cup shirts made. Right. can now make it a little stew, like or there are marshmallows in the air. Hoffman, John Hoffman, our resident artist from those days, he now works at Pixar. If you're listening and you can make a DBC caricature real quick, that would be pretty solid. Big, uh, the big doings. Uh, Everyone is loving talking about uh, Tom well, Brady. Here, well, there's Tom Jesus. Brady, and then you got the the bomb cyclones that have been high. The big winter right. throwdowns, like it's a bunch of stories. And it's so weird when you wake up this morning. We're like, oh, forty. It's below forty degrees. Really no, cold. I've seen that. People are people are griping. I got I got my vehicle in the in the shop right now, and I was all like, last night I'm like, oh, it's gonna be thirty seven on the motorcycle. Did you ride the bike? No, no, oh. no. She's all like, all right, I'll get up and take your ass to work. And I'm like, should we cover the should we cover the plants? Nice. Tonight? Hell no. I don't cover plants. We Ronnie. were talking about it earlier. I if it dies, I replace it. I'm not I'm not going That's out there covering stuff. For, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I told you. I, I can understand that on some potted plants or whatever, but one year I didn't. Uh, but I, I spent, I got a bigger tree, but it was like fourteen hundred bucks on a ficus tree. Uh, that one I can lost understand. it. Wow! Wow! Um, then put a jacaranda in. Following years, the only lost trees that, that I've lo- I lost the lime tree, but it wasn't because it was cold. It's because either I didn't plant it right or it's not the right. But the replacement lime tree that I got is doing okay. I blame the cold the hell with it. It wasn't you. Just blame the cold. That was also during COVID, and I was oh, okay. doing a whole backyard. I was at one point. I just got sick of everything because I was tired of seeing it every day because we weren't going out. No. And then you just saw a study that says locking down was not a good thing. No, no. What it say? What were the uh, stats on? Huh? It was uh, 
0.2% mortality rate that, because we locked down. Improved, and in some cases, it. in some cases, it was even worse than that. So, that, I mean, I have a question on that. Does that, is that, um, uh, I wouldn't say like misleading in the fact that we're trying to lock down, but we're not, we didn't really lock down like we're supposed to. I, I think what it says that, that if you're to in me, your house, like in California or uh, like even in Washington, New York, those are like in New York. Those are the states that to me have locked down the toughest. Yeah. Um, to me, it's and even Colorado did a little bit. But to me, it says that those lockdowns don't do a damn thing. Yeah. It says uh, the report, which is uh, draws from 24 studies, show the covid lockdowns only reduce mortality from the disease by 0.2 percent and may have in some cases increased mortality. So zero point two is two deaths out of a uh, thousand, or I think two so, deaths yeah. out of out of ten thousand. Yeah, so I mean, there's people reaction to this whole thing from uh, "told you so." Oh yeah, this thing's an absolute yeah. joke. Um, and to uh, I've always thought that just just be safe. That's all I've thought about the whole thing the whole time. Yeah, just well, be safe. If you want to wear a mask, completely wear a mask. Right. I think it's weird if you wear one in your car when you're driving by yourself. But that's just me. What's even worse is these yahoos that are walking down the street the wearing street one. It's like, one, really? Yeah. You're walking down 52nd Street. The point was that you can be outside. You're and not going to catch homelessness with the mask on, right? Uh, have you seen some of those people? <laughs> well, then, they caught it somewhere. <laughs> I don't know how much uh, success this new mask option is going to have because they're rolling it out just in time. Uh-oh. Uh, the Kosk. K-O-S-K. Pull it up. All right. I'll have Toledo look it up. It's, uh, researchers out at... Mexico came up with the idea, and uh, you also have some folks in, um, I think, uh, Korea. The Kosk is a nose-only mask, basically designed that I think you can basically fold over your uh, mouth and nose, and then when you go to eat, you just fold it up, and it just covers your nose. So it's like the old uh, nose plugs when you're swimming and stuff like that? So yeah. You're like this all the time? So you won't breathe in or, I guess, release the thing, but you're still people are like, it. Exactly. That's what people are saying. But I guess they're figuring, well, there's a more reception through the nose. $8 I mean, to $10 for the cost. Like, it's, it's, all, it's, it's all airborne, so covering your nose is better. But right. Yeah. For, all those mouth breathers out there, you need yeah. to close your mouth. I mean, I'm no doctor like Sharon Stone yesterday, yeah. but oh. I mean, <laughs> but you're an asshole. Re- yeah, but it seems ridiculous. Yeah, it. Um, I, I do play an asshole on the. Radio. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I in real life too. Some people oh. might like it out of the convenience if they're wearing masks <laughs> and uh, they go into a restaurant. Look you see this. a picture of it. There, you go. there it is. Yep. All right. It looks like a bondage mask almost. (laughs) It looks like she was too cheap and just cut the bottom half off another mask. (laughs) All right, we'll have to post this one, but I think I've seen her on Pornhub somewhere. Uh, Yeah, you know the cry there. (laughs) Yep. And that doesn't help because that that picture, I think she's... um, Look at that. She can handle sushi, Brady. Oh. I just think it's, uh, you know, Kato's sister from the Green Hornet. (laughs) Oh, wow. Thank you very much. Yeah. I expected that from yeah, me, yeah. but not you, for God's sakes. Um, I think, and I, we've we've said it for so long that people are so fatigued by by all of this, 
And when you see studies like that and you read things about it, you, it does make you wonder. Like I don't question the CDC. Those guys have got way more training than me. If they say that that by and large – and this is what people people forget – like by and large, in a large group of the community, if we all do these practices, it lessens the thing. The problem is, is you get a state like Arizona or Texas or Florida that doesn't want to do that. Then half the people aren't playing along, and then it kind of throws everything in, out out of whack. Yeah. But if you see also Texas and Florida and and those places that are and us, we're we have not, big surge rates really, sometimes, right? And, yeah. and we're not really worse off than California or New York or, or Washington, so it does make you wonder. Everybody yeah. has their surges. Regardless if you're locked down or not, it's always going to happen as a surge. And it seems like it, pu- it, it just seem much worse. pushes it back more yeah. and whether or not that was because of the, the mask yeah. or people shutting down, but it just seems overall um, you're going to eventually get this thing one way or another. John said that on the show, I think more than a year ago, that the people that he knows in the medical field said, said, you know, you can try and avoid it, but everybody's going to get it at some point. Yeah. And so, and that, I kind of, you can kind of believe that a, a little bit. I read an article I was telling you guys, uh, like in the middle of January, I think I might have said it yesterday, that said Omicron has done a, such a good a job at infecting people, it's running out of people to infect. So that's why the peak is now, and, and we're coming down off of this, but we've got that silent... Omicron or whatever it is that's, that's uh, yeah the stealth now. one stealth one the stealth one stealth it, which is supposed to be like one point five percent more contagious than the last one it's like all right who cares at this yeah. point I'm done I'm d- it, you know it, I don't want it but if I get you start it, I get give, it. until you start giving me FanDuel odds like like in the that's good it, idea you know FanDuel odds on whether or not I'll catch it and they're b- above the point where I'm going to win five cents I'm not worried about it <laughs> it's Speaking. probably the wrong way to go but. Not to transition out of it before we get in trouble for uh, opinions. No, let's get the hell like, out of uh, there. Like Joe, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, We're going to cancel. Speaking of the fan duel, you going to bet on the Olympics? Nope. Are Opening they ceremonies? I don't know. I, I was wondering. That's what's. Let's, let's I don't take know a look. why you wouldn't be able to. Yeah, I'm sure I'm you certain. should be able to. If. It's it's technically a sporting event. And it's being held in another country. So, yeah. I mean, you can bet on everything else over in Europe. I, I think the only thing would be, uh, could they? Do they have the ability? Again, I would probably say yes to be able to um, handicap or place the odds. Vegas knows everything, so the thing that got me here's here's the kick in the nuts about what Vegas knows. So on the uh, on the Forty ers and Rams game, yep, I bet the over over was fifty four and a half. Comes down to it, overtime goes. It's twenty four twenty four. What can the only score be? <laughs> they score a touchdown, fifty-four points. Yeah, so it's a a lock. It's a lock at fifty-four points. Yeah, that's the best it can be. I'm like, God damn it! They know exactly where the point, oh, yeah. where the line is. It is crazy how accurate they Let are. People know that. what's going on. It's all good. Uh, I don't see the Olympics on our FanDuel yet. I'm not betting on it because look, I mean, I had a hard enough time betting on NFL, which I watch. <laughs> I can't imagine betting on curling or you know anything like that. Um, You'd bet on what it. you know. You'd bet on the flying tomato <laughs> to win. I don't well, I'm, I'm going to say the the bets that I've won on mostly, yeah, are this the stuff that I didn't know the most. Like I've won more on NBA bets. That's true. I mm. I know. Um, it I know just, F all you know, about NBA. Yeah. I mean, I watched the NBA, but I haven't like I I used to in the '90s when the Sonics were around. Yeah, but you're right. And the betting football them. has been always well because you bet more, but it mm-hmm. is, it is always one leg away from winning. 
your same game parlay. Right. But then there's always that one out there, uh, the big sh- one that you, you do high added, odds. Those, that makes more. it fun. That's that makes what, it a lot of fun. If I can bet ten dollars and like my, I won my one NBA bet that I won. It was a long shot. It was a thousand dollar win. I bet twenty bucks and it was a Suns game, and I won a thousand dollars. So now I'm playing nice. with house money. I can bet ten dollars on a sure five hundred and three. Do your to plus ten thousand. Yeah, exactly. I can do that all day long. Yeah, I just and I, I don't know about that. I've I just, already got four of those in for the uh, Super Bowl. Like oh, yeah? the um, I'm trying to do higher odds but less legs on the same game parlay. Are you betting head or heart? Are you betting hard on Cincinnati? no? Just going uh, okay. get me to that. Uh, anything over plus eight thousand, so plus ten thousand, plus oh, twelve thousand, gotcha. and then doing you know the ten ten dollar bet. Have- and I would want to I, I want to probably have five or six of those. Because, like you said, one of those hits, then you're <laughs> it's all better. Be fun, to, and they they don't seem that unrealistic, right? On it, Victor just hit us up. Says, "Yo, Brett, yo, Toledo, yo, Brady, you can bet on the Olympics. It's there. Go to all sports. It's there, brother. I need to all call right. now. I need to call next step. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Text next step next to five three three four two. All sports, huh? Yep. All right. Let me. See. I'm going to do some. I'm, I think I'm going to bet some curling. What the hell? Curling. That um, Don't bet the Americans. That's no. all I know there. Don't the one bet where the they're uh, cross-country skiing and shooting. Yeah, I don't know what that wanna, one is. I remember watching that in one uh, of the James Bond go, movies. Go with the Nordics on that most yeah. of the time. There. Anybody from Norway, Finland, <laughs> Denmark. All right. The ones that never really go to battle, but they're unbelievable yeah, shooters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there it is. All sports. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Come MMA. on. We've Winter been invited. Olympics. I, I don't know, maybe they sent you, Toledo. I know John's gotten it from that curling team here yep. that trains. Yep. And Actually, we, had, we couldn't figure out where that facility was. Which, it's one of the, the ice dens somewhere around. Gotcha. I'm not sure which one which one is the closest to here, but apparently they're close to here. So oh, we can, we bet, can bet USA, China, and hockey. That's a good one to start off. Um, more men's hockey. Mormons. We've got a live curling right today, Brett. Oh, who's playing? Uh, Norway and Canada and Switzerland and Great Britain. So if you want to catch the opening ceremonies live. Tomorrow, right? Tomorrow morning at well, 6.30 a.m. But Is it today, right now? Because um, of the time change in China? I don't know. It sounds like uh, the early live coverage of opening ceremony airs at 6.30 a.m. Eastern on NBC. So that's, Tom- um, yeah, that's 4 a.m. our time. Yes. Now, screw that. Yeah, so... No, I ain't getting up that. Well, tomorrow I mean, night, NBC. Yeah, yeah, NBC will air it tomorrow night, prime time. Um, oh. It'll start like six o'clock our time. Uh, the estimated budget of the Beijing Winter Olympics is three point nine billion, Ridiculous. which is, it seems like a lot, but it's less, way less from um, a record-setting twenty fourteen Winter Games in Sochi. Which was an estimated fifty billion, and it's Whoa. crazy because you see all those posts like after you know a couple years later about like the Olympic villages just desolate Sochi's, and just just thrashed. Like he said and, Sochi yeah. was just eight years ago, and yeah. it's it's just like it's overgrown, overgrown and, and yeah, just but messed they completely up. built a lot of that for right. Sochi. I mean, they were sinking money in that projected revenue will be six hundred million, which is down ten percent from. So the you're 2018. losing. So it costs you three point yeah, nine billion, and you're going to make six hundred million. Yeah, 
That's, that's I, and that's a guesstimate. I'm, I'm not good at the Dave Ramsey yeah. finances, but uh, that Your doesn't ROI? seem like a smart one. Yeah. You better start doing the rice and beans there, Beijing, because this, <laughs> they got the rice part handled. But Jeez, God, I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> we have tw- unintentionally. <laughs> I did. We have 223 athletes on the U.S. team, which is a Winter Olympics record. Are they? Able I always to- heard that it was like going to be cut down so much, that's but that I was beforehand. Too. I think everything surges and are we that. allowed to compete under our flag? Or are we not official Americans because we're supposed to be protesting? I haven't seen anything no, um, about that. There's, um, you know, it's been 14 years since China hosted the Olympics. They did the uh, 2008 Summer Olympics and uh, was also in Beijing. Beijing yeah. But Beijing is now the first city to host both, both summer them. and winter. Um. You know, it's also been 24 years since we had the Jamaican bobsled team, and they're back this and year. And they're back in. I'm going to put some bet on cool runnings there. I'm doing it. Uh, I, I what the to, hell? I need to see what the props are first, Brett. I need to, <laughs> I'm going to do some research. I want to oh, make yeah. sure that uh, your, you know, your bobsled research. Up up. Yeah, so if I get some plus odds on that one, I'll be all over it. The mascot for this year's Winter Olympic Games is Big Dwendwen. Who the hell is that? He's a panda. Oh, all right. Well, that makes sense. The only one I remember was was the '84 Olympics. Was a Sam the Eagle, and then you I had that um, in Vancouver. Remember that uh, wasn't the a, bear? No, wasn't that the that was Boulder Sochi. character, or was that the Sochi? Might have been. It was like a stack of rocks. Looked like the Michelin Man kind of. Hmm. It's a funky. I don't remember that one. Big Dwendwen the panda. I'm sure is going to get a lot of play. There'll be seven new events. Win- women's monobob, which is a solo solo bobsledding event. Big air skiing, mixed team snowboard cross, mixed tree uh, mixed teamed aerials and freestyle skiing. Another mixed team relay and short track speed skating. Now that one will be, I think, kind of cool because so there's some wipeouts in the. Speed so, so is that air uh, that air uh, skiing too? Like yeah. that's when they hit those awesome. big ass jumps. Oh, there is they, mixed team ski jumping this year. Those guys got balls. Those the size are of good. This building that's new. I thought they or maybe it was a, a, a what do they call it? Exhibition sport might have been one. an exhibition. And I saw that yeah. they go down They're at saying the same time. Oh, and they I'm sometimes seeing... cross oh. in the jump. So Calgary had Hitty and Howdy. For theirs, I'm trying to find the one for Vancouver, but uh, you had two bears, two Canadian bears for uh, the Calgary Olympics. There you go. Adorbs. Huh. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Now I want to see them. You do? I yeah. I remember those. Yeah, I, I had them slept with them in bed and listened to Katie Lang. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. A little much there. A little much there. Had too much information? <laughs> Just a bit. I'm telling you that... that uh, it was either Vancouver back here's, and had uh, this kind of funky rock uh, formation. Here's Brett's for, for the Italians in Turin. Which one? This is uh, Nev and Gilges. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, it's a gnocchi and a meatball. Yeah, it does look like that. <laughs> it kind of does. Yeah, especially this one. Look at that. What is going on there? I have no idea. All right. Enough mascot talk. <laughs> Should probably roll on with the day. Somewhere. Curious what the revenue is on that uh, one. They sell because uh, yeah. people, you know, <laughs> if you go to the Olympics, you get your tchotchke just like your yep. uh, 
Everybody gets like merchandising. A, like when we went to the Super Bowl, John and I, when we went to Tampa Bay, um, you get a bag full of stuff yeah. and you get a you get a seat cushion. So in Tampa, we got a seat cushion and a bag full of stuff. It has has a radio, has a lanyard, has the official pin of the program that Super Bowl, too, doesn't the it? Program. Um, there's a bunch of stuff. I still have it in a in a in a box. I'm going to save it for. I have the one that was from if here. It becomes and anything better for six grand or seven grand or whatever the hell you pay for them Super Bowl tickets now. Well, you should, we, at least they do is give you a goddamn seat we cushion. We had media tickets at that one. Oh, okay. So or at least I did. He upgraded because I think he was. Uh, would Ralphie go with him on that one? Yeah, Ralphie showed yeah. up in, in Ebor City. Um. So, uh, but, but you, you no matter what, if you're in, you get that cushion. You you get a bag with, as you're yeah. going in the. Uh, you, you should. Here's yeah. your cushion. Yep. And but actually, it's pretty cool. I have the one from Thirty mm-hmm. Super Bowl Thirty. I should have gotten one when uh, the Seahawks were there for the first time in Detroit, but didn't. I have a I have a the World Series one here too. I got the All Star Game when it was in uh, when it was at Safeco in 2001 when Cal Ripken was set up. To hit the home run and be the hero, the MVP on his last All Star game. Oh man, so, nice! We called it. It was like he's got to hit it, and sure, sure enough, served him up a meatball. <laughs> Get it going. All right. Um, well, let's check out our prop bets on the uh, Winter Olympics. We'll uh, get this show Today, rolling maybe. here in a little bit. Yeah, we'll Give us a wake-up song, uh, 602-585-9800. We'll also post it on Facebook if you want to check that out. So check that. And uh, give us the wake-up song, the Action Ride Shop wake-up song. It is a Thursday morning. It's the Morning Sickness, 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.